Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com and I hope it finds you well today. As the NCAA tournament finally is over, Kansas beating North Carolina. And I don't, you know what, as I told you, I hate North Carolina. I don't even like Kansas, but, you know, I didn't watch any of it, but I can at least tell you who won it. Speaking of telling you, get ready. I'm not guessing. I'm not even taking an educated guess. I'm literally telling you what's going to happen before it happens. And you can decide. You decide whether or not you want to be ready. Uh, Lael Bernard. We haven't we haven't mentioned Lael Bernard lately. For those of you that don't know. For all of you uneducated people out there. She's next. Yes, she is. She is the chosen one who's going to be next in line to become the next Fed governor. And I, I, I'm i just going to tell you right now, I don't think she'll be the Fed governor with fiat money. Well, at least not the way we understand fiat money. Uh, I, I don't think uh, we make it to Lael Bernard before we get a digital currency, and you better get prepared because that's what's coming. You won't even believe what she had to say, but I'm going to tell you this woman is so liberal. She probably makes Janet Yellen look conservative. She actually believes. She believes in the power of the baker. Yes, she believes that she can fix inequality through a printing press. She believes that she can then fix all the things that ail us simply by taking away from the success and giving it to the unsuccessful. And if you've had any success, you better not have it where they can find it. I'm joined like I am Every day with my partner up on the front range, the man that runs the mothership up there, Jason Walker. And Jason, good morning. I know it's windy up there on the front range, but I'm blowing a lot of hot air this morning. <laughs> well, that would mean you're saying things that aren't true, you know. <laughs> I think everything you say well, is yeah. cool. <laughs> well, you know, People you would love it. You know, they, they would. I, I would love it if, if that was the case. Well, I, you know, the, the things you speak, I, I, Lael Bernard, she, she's not going to be installed until there's uh, some great uh, emergency in the markets and things are crashing and looking horrible. Then that way they could bring her in as a hero. So I guess that's what we're, uh, we're going to have to wait for is uh, the next time things get really crazy, whatever emergency is in the news cycle, and then uh, Jerome Powell then step aside, I guess, right? Well, I'm going to say this. They're, they're already setting up, and, and, and her comments today just really, uh, her comments today, Jason, really, really uh, accentuate what you just said uh, because they were this idiotic. Uh, they, they 
they make no sense. Well, again, when do the bankers ever make any sense? Uh, and it's something where uh, all as it does is speed up the timeline uh, that we already knew was coming. And, and we'll get to it in the next segment. What is it that she said that has me so fired up today, that has me so certain of what is coming next, uh, and it really is something where uh, I think th- th- this is orchestrated now. This is going to be a very, very hard landing. Uh, you know, the, there are signs all over the place of, of the economy starting to slow. Inflation uh, is unrelenting. We haven't even talked about uh, the Biden administration now. Uh, at least talking, and it, it appears it's not finalized yet, that they're going to orchestrate a Russian default. Uh, remember, Russia's been making these bond payments with, uh, with the help of JP Morgan. Uh, they, the, I don't know, the, the timing of the quote unquote war crimes, very, very interesting. And and now uh, we're, we're at least what we're hearing out of the Biden administration is they're now going to not allow for Russia to make these bond payments, uh, throw that log onto the fire, uh, and again we're still waiting. I think that that's probably going to be the trigger for the gas to be shut off and for all you know what to break loose, Jason. Oh boy, and we'll be uh, here uh, watching it happen because uh, we don't make those decisions, Joe. We just have to uh, f- report it and, and see it as it's happening, and then uh, we make decisions personally, and then we go on the air and say, "Hey, this is this is what you guys should do," because that's Joe. That's the best we can do. The best we can do is call it as we see it. You know, we're, I guess we're, we're the guys at the uh, we're the John Madden and the Pat Summerall, I guess, right? Uh, calling the game as we see it, right? <laughs> we're in the booth. Yes. We're in the booth. The problem is this isn't Monday Night Football. Right. Right? That's yeah. the problem. We're not talking about Monday Night Football. Right? We're talking about everything that you go out and, and, and again, everything that made America what it was. Right? Hey, you can lace them up. Lace them up every day. Go out there. And, and give it your all, and you could have success. Well, now, unfortunately, uh, they want success to be in the hands of the few. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. I have a, the, the lead pipe, the stone cold lead pipe lock of the week right now. Uh, gold is, is up, not as much as it was uh, earlier, early this morning, well, really, about an hour ago, gold was about 15 bucks. Uh, right now it's up a couple of dollars, 1931, 1932. Uh, after Leo Bernard uh, was, uh, she was out giving a speech, and she, instead of citing, you know, Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy, maybe even a little Ronnie Reagan. No, 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 no. She opened her speech by citing Paul Volcker and Arthur Burns. 
And, of course, remember, Arthur Burns, Jay Powell, is Arthur Burns reincarnated. Why does nobody know the name Arthur Burns? Because they don't want you to remember Arthur Burns. See, he was the head of the Fed in the 70s. You know, and remember, I keep drawing. I keep trying to put the dots together for you. We have a horribly crippled and weak central bank. Look at the nonsense. They tried to shove up our backside for the last several years. Several years. I mean, come on. They can't see anything even when it's right in front of their face. And then, of course, we've got President Biden. And man, I struggle saying the word president. I do, and I'm, I'm trying to be, re- I'm trying, Jason, I'm trying to be more respectful. <laughs> well. But this guy, I, he's Jimmy Carter plus tax. He's incapable. What a great design. How the heck did we get Joe Biden? Here's the sad part. Everybody knew. Barack Obama knew. Hey, this guy can't be president. Right? Remember? Remember when, uh, uh, you know, it was Hillary and Donald, right? Obama's like, Joe, yeah, Joe Biden, you, know, you don't want to vote. That guy can't be president. That guy's a clown. He was chosen. Yet, here you know, we he was, he's the chosen one. Just like The uh, chosen like, one. Just like I'm more, You know what? And I hate it because, you know, uh, just because I, I find myself scooching my chair over, and I know it's radio, but I'm scooching my chair over like I'm trying to get closer to Jason. Yeah, we don't With, we don't choose these guys, Joe. They're they're chosen for us. That's just the way it is. You know. But all right. So before I get to it, for so she comes out signing Volker and Arthur Burns. Listen, I've got, and I, I don't have more. I've got sixty-five twenty-dollar gold pieces now. Twenty-two seventy-five. Listen, gold's up two, three, four bucks. I think gold's got to finish up even more than that, but that's irrelevant. Forget twenty-two seventy-five. Throw it out the window. Forget it. One through nine, twenty-two fifty. Ten or more, twenty-two forty at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. If you can buy all sixty plus of them, do it. Put it away because I'm telling you what is coming, and it is a crash of epic proportions. Forty years ago, she said, Paul Volcker noted that the dual mandate isn't either or a proposition, and a runaway inflation would be the greatest threat to the continuing growth of the economy, and ultimately to employment. Right? In other words, hey, inflation's going to get so bad, everyone's going to lose their job anyway. Right? Remember now, remember the alleged dual mandate of the Fed. Stable prices. How do you like that? Let me ask you, how stable? How do you like your stable price? Full employment. We've had full employment. Well, we had full employment. We've had full employment right up until they banned everybody from going to work. Hasn't stopped them. 
right? They've had interest rates at zero, and the unemployment rate's been below, uh, what, heck, it's been below 4%. Arthur Burns, in the late 60s, apparently he forgot that he said this. There can be little doubt that poor people are the chief sufferers of inflation, Bernard said. And then she goes on to say, it's of paramount importance to get inflation down. So this tells you two things. Number one, I told you so. Number two, we haven't even seen the worst of inflation. They already know how bad it's coming. Go out to allamericangold.com today. Go out there. Go ahead. I mean, you know, most of the people do. If you're smart, you do. But we've got, I'm doing it now because I want to make sure it's one, two, uh, about halfway down the page. CEO, supermarket chain CEO sends grim message. You got to listen. It's like eight minutes. I don't know, like the last two minutes. He says in the next, I want to say, what was it? It was 30 to 45 or 45 to 60 days. I forget the days. It's a couple of months. In the next couple of months, everything in the supermarket's going to go up at least another 10%. That's not what I, I'm not saying it. That's what he's saying. He should know he owns hundreds of supermarkets. So Leo Bernard now comes out and says, hey, we, we got, I'm going to be, look at how tough I'm talking. And then she started talking about, hey, it's not just rate hikes. We're going to tighten uh, monetary policy and we're going to start reducing that balance sheet at, at a rapid pace. And she says they're going to start doing it, Jason, at the next meeting. That's it. Get the fork. Get the fat lady. Right? You All the other uh, analogies and everything else you want to throw out there. We are headed for another Great Depression. I guarantee it. Yeah, Joe. And, and it, it, the similar situation that we look at is the inflation of the 70s. And Paul Volcker rose the interest rates to try to fight the inflation. It was dramatic. And, you know, and, and people had 20% interest mortgages and things like that. But there's an interesting thing that happened, which is uh, Ronald Reagan was elected. So that's November of uh, 80. Between November of 80 and January of 81, that was, you know, before he gets inaugurated and he's president. And in that time frame when he's putting his cabinet together, Joe, uh, and I'm sure they were being watched and listened to because, you know, that's, uh, don't be, you know, don't, don't think otherwise. But they uh, – the cabinet was uh, discussing a computer program that would just take over the Fed's job and eliminate the Fed. Now, I think this is an accident. I don't think they were trying to go against the Fed. I think they were just trying to solve problems because there was a lot of problems in that time. For that. that was towards the end of all this chaos with inflation. And, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan gets elected, and then he gets shot. <laughs> right, Joe? Well, that's what happened. You're discussing eliminating the Fed with a computer program, which you could easily do, by the way. The Fed, we don't need the Fed. Let me tell you right now, it would be so easy. It would be so much better. 
But then, you know what? Here's what you couldn't do. You couldn't save the banks. You couldn't bail out the rich. That's right. You couldn't do that. Yeah. So, so Bernard says, and this is why now I am, I'm guaranteeing it. Given the recovery has been considerably stronger. I don't know what recovery. What They always keep talking about this recovery. What recovery? Oh, wait, you mean the recovery from when we shut down the economy and laid everybody off, and then you actually gave money, more people, people more money not to work? People forget. They loaded up people with money. There was no, uh, somehow we, we, we laid off tens of millions of people, and yet the economy was even better. Because they just, remember, people were getting like $1,000 a week not to go to work. So I don't know what recovery they keep talking about. I mean, before coronavirus, outside of debts blowing up, right, and liquidity problems in the bond market, outside of those few things, we had a 2% economy. But, but nonetheless... She says how much faster it is. The balance sheet reduction will be more rapid than the last time. Remember the last time they tried this? And how that was Janet Yellen. People forget right now. Hey, what did she get for her reward? Oh, we'll make you Treasury Secretary. Because you did such a great job at the Fed. Right? It ended in spectacular fashion. Right, we tried to raise rates. We started shrinking the balance sheet. Remember, they were going to get the balance sheet down below three trillion. How did they do? Well, it's at nine trillion. <laughs> That's how well it's worked. She says that they're going to go even faster this time. Significantly larger caps, a much shorter per- uh, period. To phase in the maximum caps compared to the last time. So remember, they started, oh, we're going to do 15 billion. And then, uh, the next six weeks later, we're going to go to 30 billion and then 45 billion. I didn't remember, we didn't get very far before it all came undone. Now they want to go even bigger and faster while they're raising rates bigger. And faster, gee, I, I don't. I'm such a rocket scientist that I was able to figure out uh, exactly what's going to happen. The wheels of this thing are going to come off so much faster than I thought. Of course, what's really the goal, Jason? The the goal really is to get to the point where they break it, so they can go back. Right, go back to zero. Have even bigger bond buying. Right, I mean, isn't that really the goal? Yeah, a reset is when your uh, your Ponzi scheme is broken. You just uh, brush away the old Ponzi scheme and you bring in another one. I mean, that's that's what they're that's what they're wanting to do. And uh, you know, this digital currency is is the bridge that bridges that gap, doesn't it, Joe? I, I mean, this is really uh, the answer here. They have no idea if they actually think. This is what they're going to be able to do. Who in the right? You actually think they can pull it off? I don't. Listen, Wall Street likes to pretend. 
right? They like to pretend that these guys know what they're doing. But here's the thing. Usually, they like to give themselves time, right? Think how long they got to use transitory. I mean, they used that for over a year. I don't think that the Fed governors know what's going on, but the guys that tell them what to do, Joe, they're the the, the real owners of the of the Federal Reserve Bank and the other central banks. They know what's going on. This, they're they're getting exactly what they want, Joe. But yeah, you're right. The the president Biden and and uh, Jerome Powell, these guys, they don't really know what's going on. They're uh, they're a figurehead. They're a tool. And, and this is why get the gold, put it away. You twenty dollar gold pieces, like I said, one through nine, twenty two fifty. That's already saving twenty five bucks. You buy ten or more, throw it, save another ten dollars uh, at twenty two forty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So Lael Bernard comes out, talks about Paul Volcker. Could you imagine? Could you just think for a minute? What do you think would happen at a Fed's funds rate where, you know, remember Paul Volcker? I mean, that thing got up to 20%. You know, please. Uh, it's a lot closer to Arthur Burns than it is Paul Volcker. 800-951-0592. We'll talk Russian default next. 800-951-0592. Apparently, the Biden administration is going to make it harder now uh, for Russia to make these bond payments. Now, again, let, let's simply put it. They're allowing them to make these payments because the financial system needs them to make these payments. Uh, why do I have a feeling, Jason, there's going to be some kind of backdoor deal with the Federal Reserve uh, to try to pretend uh, that things aren't as bad as what they really are and understand what Lael Bernard said? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That's all I can tell you to do. I hope you. I hope you're ready, because because I'm going to tell you right now. I promise you, you're not. And I and I'm talking to all of you that think you are. Not. For the ones that haven't started yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. But here's what they said: Russia's facing recession. We're facing recession skyrocketing inflation, shortages. Well, well, that sounds like every country in the world right now, doesn't it? And then a currency that no longer works in much of the world. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, is, how well is our currency really working? Uh, but but here's what they're saying, that Russia is due to make a $552 million principal payment. And then they've got another payment of about $84 million. Uh, one of the bonds actually matures this year. The big one, this $552 million. The smaller one, it's, it's not, you know, they're, they're going to be paying that to like 2042. Uh, but, but now they're saying... That beginning the day, the U.S. Treasury will not permit any dollar debt payments to be made from from Russia's government accounts at U.S. financial institutions. So Russia must choose between draining the remaining dollar reserves or default. 
So Russia right now, uh, they don't have really hardly any dollar reserves anyway. So at least for today, uh, the United States is going to force, uh, it looks like, a Russian default. Now, remember, now it starts the grace period, right? So technically, uh, they're, they're, they're late, right? It's kind of like, hey, uh, you're late on your rent or late on the electric bill, right? You don't get thrown out right away. Uh, but, but now is the uh, part where the clock starts ticking, right, Jason? They got 30 days. Uh, but at least for right now, uh, it, it appears anyway that we're going to force the Russians to default. Uh, and all of this in lieu of, right, the, the, the horrific, uh, images that have been coming out of Ukraine, uh, about Russian genocide. Yeah, the, everything's being done to make this war worse. Joe, so I mean that's that's what's going to continue to happen. You know, like I said yesterday, why why would Finland want to uh, become a part of NATO now? It's it's by far the worst timing ever. If you were even if that country ever even considered it to become a part of NATO, they have, I think it's what thirteen hundred. Uh, uh, I don't even know how they do. It. I would say miles of, of border with Russia. It's not supposed to be one of the countries that joins NATO. It's supposed to be one of those in the deal that they they you, they can't join NATO. There's that buffer zone, right? But now they're talking about joining NATO, and so is Sweden. They haven't been talking about being a part of NATO at all until now. now well, now Russia's going to default now. Well, then now they're going to default. All the things that can make the war worse, Joe, is happening. And it's just to me, it just seems so staged because we're changing an economic system, Joe. The Russian Central Bank, the Chinese Central Bank, the Fed, the Euro Central Bank, the, uh, the Bank of Japan, they're all, they're all a part of it, Joe. They, all, they have all solidified their positions for this situation that they've caused and uh, that always means a lower standard of living and pain and suffering at the bottom which is the average citizen yeah i mean you you look at what's happening uh not only with with energy prices uh today uh in france energy was up lock limit uh i want to say u.s coal uh hit Highs that we haven't seen in, in decades, uh, as there's word circulating that the EU is going to stop all Russian coal, uh, shipments. Uh, there, by the way, the new cost of power in Paris, in France, $3,286 per megawatt hour. Wow. Wow. Now, obviously, that's the the peak time. The average price for the entire day is about $600 per megawatt hour. That's how expensive energy is starting to get. Uh, U.S. coal prices topped $100 a ton this morning for the first time in over 13 years. And like I said, Jason, uh, CEOs of supermarket chains, next 30, 45, 60 days, uh, they're, they're talking 10%. Remember in Germany, 20 to 50%. Our CEOs at supermarket chains are saying 10%. So what that means is some items are probably going to go up 20, 30, 40%. And some items may only go up 5%. 
but but Jason, this next huge wave of his infl- why why do I have a feeling Lael Bernard uh, is out here talking the way she's talking because the central bank knows the inflation is actually going to be worse than the seventies. Because uh, it will be worse than the seventies. I, I, I think we're already at the uh, the top end worst part of the seventies if you if you try to measure it equally. So I think every step from here on out, if, if the uh, the inflation number, what's the inflation number come out, Joe? I mean, I think that one's going to be higher than seven point nine, and that actually will be higher than the worst part time of the seventies, I believe. If you if you if you if you did the math right, uh, how they computed it in the eighties, right? Yeah, so right now, even with the 7.9 that they admitted to, if you actually kept the same way they did it in the 70s, we would be above that level. So when they talk about this is the worst inflation in 40 years, so right now it's the worst number since uh, Paul Volcker, the 7.9, and that number is obviously going higher. You have to really understand that's not true. Because if you went back and you counted inflation the way we do today in the 70s, right, that number would be a lot lower. So, so, and, or vice versa, right? If we go back the way the 70s, it would be a lot higher. Here's the reality. I don't care how they count. They can fake count it. They can count it for real. Either way you slice it, we're getting ready to enter into a period of time that will pale and make the financial crisis look like a good thing. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. $20 gold. One through nine. Twenty-two fifty. Ten or more. Twenty-two forty. Uh, man, I don't even know what to what to do here. Uh, we'll start with the economic data today. So we had uh, uh, service sector PMI, and uh, we had uh, yeah P- PMI in in the ISM uh, service sector indicators today. So the purchasing managers index, and then the servicing managers index. Uh, let me just give you the highlight: the rise in selling prices, the sharpest on record. The rise in selling prices, the sharpest on record. The cost of inflation accelerating at its quickest. And it was the, uh, by the way, uh, by the way, it was the quickest jump since December again. See, this thing's getting worse again. The third steepest increase in inflation on record. So let's see, selling prices the sharpest on record. The prices coming into these people. So selling prices is what they're selling it for. The prices they're paying for the stuff to make whatever it is they're selling. That went up the third fastest pace on record. Hikes in fuel, energy, wages. Again, on and on and on. Then they had, how about comments like this? This is the CEO, uh, Gary Friedman, Restoration Hardware, for all you folks out there. If you don't know what Restoration Hardware is, it's a high-end, uh, real high-end Home Depot, if you will, right? You buy high-end fixtures and stuff, you know, uh, you know, 
uh, Home Depot's more for the construction worker and then uh, restoration hardware. Uh, if you want to buy overpriced stuff, that's where you go. Started talking about what he's hearing from Janet Yellen and Jay Powell. And he said they are talking about, hey, we're going to go back to, you know, this 2% economy. He goes, and this is as we were signing our new freight contracts, our ocean freight contracts. I just wonder, has the Fed picked up the phone? Have they called any business person? and said, hi, what do you think's happening with inflation? How is ocean rates? How is this? How is that? I mean, I don't think anybody really understands what's coming from the inflation point of view. I think I understand. Isn't that what I keep trying to tell you? Because either businesses are going to make a lot less money or they're going to raise prices a lot. And I don't think anybody really understands how high prices are going to go everywhere. In restaurants, in cars, in everything. It's going to outrun the consumer. And I think You've got to prepare for war. I mean, if you are going into a very difficult, unprecedented time, you've got to be super flexible. You've got to be able to improvise, adapt, and overcome, and be ready for anything. And I just don't see that happening. And Jason, I think this is really, uh, when you look at what he's saying, uh, this is everybody I talk to, every CEO, uh, every small business owner, every large business owner. Uh, I don't think they really understand what's happening. Did you see the, the, the car and truck sales? Mm-mm. It was an absolute abomination. Ford sales down 26%. Oh. It's absolutely insane. They're talking about new car sales going back to the 70s. That's how low they are. And it's not all, listen, it's not computer chips. You know, I was wondering when it was going to happen. I mean, let's face it. Uh, you can buy the stripped down, uh, cheapy car for less than 40 grand, but when the vast majority of vehicles are 75 to 100 grand, it was only a matter of time. Now you got interest rates rising. Guess what? Those auto loan payments just get higher, Jason. Maybe that's why uh, in 2021, the number one uh, asset that went up in price was used cars because uh, people no longer were going to buy new cars, Joe. It was happened last year, so it's probably just going to get more severe this year and next year, right? So I, maybe that's why used cars went up so much, Joe, because they still were cheaper than the new ones. Yeah, and, and now, uh, and again, why do I bring it up? Because look at what they're getting ready to do. And I've been telling you this for a while. The economy's slowing. I know uh, people have a hard time believing that. Trust me when I tell you it's slowing. And the Federal Reserve is going to bury it. Get the shovel out. Six feet deep 
because that's where this is headed. And again, here's the problem. These guys are clown. They've proven that they can't tell what's happened. By the time they actually figure out in a reverse course, it's going to be way too late, Jason. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, you, 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 uh, you have to see what's going on around you and make really good decisions to uh, protect yourself from the things that are going to happen around you. I mean, uh, ignorance is bliss. So, so for people out there that don't listen to this station, don't listen to this show, then they can be, you can remain kind of happy not knowing. But uh, what ends up happening, Joe, when things get really crazy, like food shortages, most ignorant people look around like, why don't I have enough stuff? Why, why don't I have what I need? Then... That's when the, all those uh, grim preppers out here, people that are forward-looking, that's when we're like, well, we tried to tell you, you were an ostrich, uh, and we're not ostriches on this show, Joe. Absolutely not. Get your head out of the sand. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 gold, one through nine, twenty-two fifty, ten or more, twenty-two forty. Uh, gold's down now, two dollars, uh, nineteen twenty-eight. Uh, silver's unchanged at uh, twenty-four fifty-five. The Dow is down uh, after Leo Bernard uh, is trying to, <laughs> I guess, invoke Paul Volcker, saying that balance sheet reductions are going to be significantly more than they were previously. We know how well that ended up. No wonder why the Treasury had to all of a sudden uh, increase the amount of de- companies that weren't dealers. Oh, you are now. Up, oh, how many? Oh, how many? You know, you, you are now. Liquidity problems is going to be a huge. I, I have no. Who the heck's going to buy all this stuff? I have no idea, especially if you're going to force a Russian default on top of it. How about this? The Biden administration officials are asking Canada to provide more oil. The Canadians said, great, let's put the Keystone Pipeline to work. Uh, Now, the Biden administration said, nah. We want you to send it to us the most expensive way possible, uh, which would be by rail. Yes, uh, hopefully uh, 200,000 barrels a day. Uh, but the Canadians are like, hey, you know what, that'd be great. But we've already got all the rail cars full. <laughs> so I don't know, Jason. This is what we're up against. Yeah, Joe, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just reading all kinds of other stuff that maybe we'll talk about tomorrow. But you know, what, one one thing about what's going on in the world with with uh, food shortages and war and all this stuff, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, you know. I, I say it all the time. Somebody's making these decisions to, to put these images out there for people to see, for people you know to, to create a lot of fear, Joe. And and uh, for better or for worse, people like to invoke uh, revelations and the four horsemen. And I'm I'm looking at some of the pictures of some of these world leaders. Trying, you know, trying to fit the, the narrative of, of the end of the world. And, Joe, I don't know if that's where they're going to scare a lot of Christians into thinking the end of the world's coming, but there's, I think a lot of this stuff is, uh, gonna, is, is they're going to push this narrative onto people so that they just do what they're told, Joe, like uh, coronavirus, you know, put, on, put on a mask, right? I, 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 don't, I, I don't bring religion into this show very often, but I'll, I will tell you, I've been reading my Bible more and more. It's weird. It just gives me comfort in this crazy time. 
uh, and it's interesting that you brought that up, but, uh, again, I, I've been doing this a long time. I've never in my lifetime heard ma- a major supermarket CEO saying, hey, we're raising prices 10%. Price has gone up another 10%. Germany, 20 to 50%. I mean, that's unheard of. It's unheard of. And, and here's the problem. All these factors that are forcing these increases, they're only getting worse. Listen to what these people are saying. When they're out there, the purchasing manager saying, we've just the highest price increases ever. Oh, by the way, how's the inflation on coming to you? Yeah, it's the third highest on record. By the way, the record high was just in December. And it keeps getting worse. And, and to Jason's point, everything about the Russian Ukraine, seems like they just want this thing to get worse and worse and worse. The largest jump in food prices, yeah, you guessed it, going back 40 years, which really means it's the largest jump in food prices since they've been keeping track of food prices. God bless everybody. Get those 20s, 800 951 592